0: Welcome to Exploring the Seasons of Life, a podcast for women with a big heart on a spiritual journey. I'm your host, Cindy Macmillan, and I'm joined today by Evelyn Ben S. Each week, I interview coaches and spiritual explorers from all walks of life about beginnings, endings, and the messy bits in between. Self love, well being, and mindset are at the heart of our conversations because once you change the inside, the outside will begin to change as well. Evelyn is based in the Netherlands. She studied business communication at the Academy for Journalism, and after graduating, she also obtained her doctoral degree at the Free University of Amsterdam, majoring in culture, organization, and management. Evelyn is a single mother of two beautiful teenage girls. Besides her strong interest in people, she loves being outdoors, preferably walking by the sea, doing sports such as running and skiing in the winter
1: time. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited you're here. Thank you for it's great having uh, that you're having me here. Uh, thank you. I'm excited about it, Cindy.
0: So now you're based in the Netherlands. So what part of the Netherlands
1: are you in? I'm just about 25 minutes south of Amsterdam. So it's just about the center of the Netherlands. Well, some people refer to the Netherlands as Holland. And okay. so we're from the tulips and the windmills. That's more the traditional way in how people talk about the Netherlands. But actually, uh, Holland is 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 part of the Netherlands. So originally, it is. So uh, the Netherlands, it's, it's next to Germany of uh, Belgium, and um, it's uh, by the sea, the North Sea, actually. <laughs> well, thank
0: you for being on with me over here in Florida. So I do have a signature question that I ask everyone, and that is, what does exploring the seasons of life mean to you personally or in your business?
1: Yeah, actually, I, I love that, because if you, if you reflect on the seasons of life— I think you could do that in different ways. And for me, the seasons of life, of course you have literally the seasons within a year, but also the different seasons and stages that you have in life. And for me, it is it is about experiencing life. It is about trying out ways of being, and by doing that, um, learning about ourselves at a deeper level. And it really is about taking on life, you know, most of us don't have a life that we experience as a flatline life. You know, we'll have our ups and downs. And that's, that's also my interpretation of the seasons of life. And I think that is the beautiful thing about it. Because if we don't have our peaks, we don't enjoy them if we don't have our downs. So that's that's what life is all about. So that's, that's how I interpret the, um, the seasons of life. Anybody
0: who's listened to my podcast for any time, they know that that is one of my favorites because I just, I love all the nuances (laughs) of what a season of life can be for somebody. Now, I know that you have a book and I would love to hear about it. Um, Be Relentlessly Yourself.
1: Yes. Can you tell us about that book and, and what drew you to write that? Yes, and to start off with that last question, what what drew me to to write that? Actually, I started writing this book during COVID time. Actually, the beginning of um, the COVID period in twenty twenty in March, end of March. Um, it somehow felt as if there was a gift of time for me to do it, and I felt very strong um, sense of and, and inspiration to start writing, and that's what I did. And of course, you know, it's building up. After so many years, after my corporate career and being in my coaching business for for many years now, it really is a buildup of so much experience and so much wisdom that I wanted to pass along to others. And so Be Relentlessly Yourself is a book where I share a lot of stories about what life really is all about and 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 that starts with you it starts to really getting to the core of your being to be able to translate that into what your purpose in life is all about and that's how you serve others and that's how you you know take your part in contributing to the world and being relentlessly yourself also is a message about daring to show up and to take up your space by being you beyond personality and beyond ego And what I do in the book is I go really deeper into topics about understanding yourself, about emotions and to really understand about what that ego is all about and, and how you can get to know yourself at a deeper level. And by doing that, you will find your way, your path to fulfillment. And that's the journey that I've, you know, been through. And that's, you know, it's never ending because that's what life is all about and, uh, but for me, this book really is something. I published actually in two languages, in Dutch and uh, and in English, this year in 2021. And and it really is a gift to others to um, to be able to reflect on themselves at a deeper level. And so it really is a self help book. And um, and it's um, for me, it really is a joy to be able to write it and and to to use this time. That is perfect timing for everyone to to reflect on where are we in life? Is our life the way we really feel that we should be living our life? or is there anything that we desire deep within, not from what we want, from what what our way of of what our power way of thinking forces us to, but what really from from the heart and soul. And that's the reason I wrote this book.
0: So as you were writing that book, and I'm, I'm going to have to get that book because that is everything that I I absolutely love and I like to learn about and read about, I'm always wanting to grow as a human being. And I think reflection is such a huge part of that. So as you were writing the book and you were kind of reflecting on your life, did you have any moments that, come, that came up for you that were
1: surprising? Well, I think is what I realize is that my life is actually so much better now than it was when I was 30 or even 40. And it's it's that the richness of, you know, being through so many experiences that were sometimes really hard. You know, I've been period in lives where I really didn't like it as much, where I was in jobs, where I didn't feel happy, where I was searching. And um, in relationships where I wasn't really truly me, and and I think is that I'm at a point right now in life where I really feel like I'm starting to really get to remember who I truly am, and that's what it is. You know, it's really understanding who we are at that deeper level and being able to be that observer of ourselves in our daily lives and to see how we act, how we behave, how we react to others. And by doing that is that deeper understanding that is so awesome to have that feeling and to be able to help others to see themselves at a deeper level. And I think that that gift of being at a point in life where you have a feeling that this is something that gives you so much inner peace and so much fulfillment it's not a secret I want to keep all by myself. And that's really what I do with this book and and what I do as a speaker and as a coach and as a mentor of coaches is spreading the word and helping others to really step over so much fear that so many people are 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 stuck in. And I think we should all be fearful about our fear, actually, instead of being stuck in fear consciously, you
0: know what do you think it is? Speaking of fear, that keeps us stuck in that fear and taking action
1: and moving forward. I think if you're, at, you know, because this week I even even spoke to one of the people in my team and I said, you know, she was she was saying something about how you know fear and that she was stuck in fear and once you you feel like you're in fear and you feel like you're you know in that cage of fear. It's your ego. It's your personality. And it's not your soul because your pure soul is never fearful. Never.
0: I remember when I started the podcast, it had been something that I had been wanting to do. And I'm just using this as an example that I had been wanting to do for a very long time. And I will say fear just stopped me in my tracks. And as I'm hearing you talk, I'm realizing I was really fearful about what other people would say. Because once I started the podcast, I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what was there to be (laughs) be scared about?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. How awesome is that? And it's just stepping up and doing it. And of course, there, there are always people that you know, resonate with your message more than others do. But it doesn't mean that your message or what you have to offer, for example, your podcast, that it's not worthwhile, that doesn't have anything to do with that. So it's often that we jump to conclusions that are just, you know, way out of, out of you know, the, the situation. So being grounded and really being in your own center and really feeling that you're connected with your higher self, your soul, there there is no reason to fear if you do everything that you do it doesn't matter what whatever choices that you make as long as they're heartfelt and as long as you do that from a source of purity there is no way to to be fearful and if you you know run into people that react in a certain way that you know you're you're either surprised about or it could potentially hurt you Realize that it more often says something about them than than it does about you. And if you're able to look at them with compassion and somehow be gentle with them, instead of you know reacting on it in a way that you're you're hurt or you feel pain, and that is the the process of really getting into deeper understanding of what is happening. And that's how I call that the uh, being your own observer in life. And I think that is. So such a richness in life is by growing al- older and understanding and really seeing how these things, you know, keep you keep you trapped. And, you know, staying stuck in that fear only prevents you from, from living your purpose and being able to serve and really help others. We don't want to waste our time doing that. Absolutely. So let me ask you, how can we become relentlessly writ- ourselves? Yeah, I love that question. (laughs) (laughs) Because you probably want a really easy answer. (laughs) And, and it's, you know, it really it's, and it's, it is a process of, of stepping up and, and, and experiencing it's like as to see life as a huge playground and to go out there and to learn to listen to that silent voice of what your deepest soul is telling you instead of you know overthinking or constantly you know when you have this soul nudge coming up that there is a certain thought of fear or whatever that comes up and just you know that then the opportunity is gone is by really going out there and understanding but taking time and I think that's the that's the most important thing that i've been doing in my life and that i help also help my clients with is being able to take a step back and reflect and do not, you know, keep on running and in that rat race where everybody is just, you know, being constantly busy because that is preventing us to really be able to be that observer and to see what is happening and And I think also one aspect that is really important is self-love, to really, truly say that you love yourself at such a deep level. And I know that a lot of people probably say, you know, that they love themselves, but still what I see very often is that people are so critical in the way they think about themselves, the way they speak about themselves, you know, I'm not good enough this, or I didn't do that good, or I should have done this or that. We're constantly being so, you know, such a badass to ourselves in the way we think and speak about ourselves. And I think that also is a sign that you're not loving yourself at a deeper level. So that answer is, you know, these are just a couple of suggestions. If you really want to be relentlessly yourself, always, you know, in respect with others, it's really taking on life getting out there experiencing going into a relationship and listening to what your inner voice tells you and acting on it because if you don't do that the experiences will repeat until you grab them <laughs> Yeah,
0: and I think that part right there that you just said about listening to that inner voice, so many of us don't take the time to do that. We we sometimes hear it, but we do not acknowledge it and don't follow through on it. Yeah. And it's those times that it will really bite you because we know
1: inside what the answers are. Yeah, Absolutely. And even if I look back on my life and everything that happened, and and as I said earlier, is that sometimes I did have an experience like, oh, my goodness, this can't be true. You know, is this life. But I can see now that, you know, I'm so grateful for every experience and even the painful ones because these were all consequences of my own choices. And sometimes these were choices that I did not make heartfelt And now I see that. And so I think that is so interesting if you look back on your life. And I think maybe for the listeners also, you know, look back on your life and look at the things that you think about what you are maybe not really proud about or not happy about. Think about how can you twist it? How can you see what was the lesson you learned from it? How can you make that into a positive thing and can be grateful about it? And to see it truly as a gift and to understand that what happened was a consequence of your way of acting, your way of thinking, and that you created this yourself. Oh, I love that.
0: I absolutely love it because it really is, I'm as I'm hearing you talk, it's really about that self-responsibility absolutely. for our, the choices that we make.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think that is really important that you take responsible responsibility for everything in life. That is so good. So, what do you want your readers to get out of "Be Relentlessly Yourself"? Um, I want my readers, and it's it's it, you know I'm I'm receiving a lot of um, reviews and people that are are telling me that the book has so much content and that it's really what it's doing. It really helps them. Not only, um, I offer them a lot of insights, but it does immediately while reading it, it works at a deeper level by helping you reflect on your own life, for example, one lady the other day she was telling me that she read a part about letting go and 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 you know being grateful, and she said I had so much anger within me because of all the relationship that I screwed up in my life, and she said for three or four weeks long, I think every X came by in my dreams, and all that rage, everything came out. But that was a the, the moment for me to heal myself, and so that's what my book does so it, it's i really offer something where you know you, you you cannot go around it you know it really is it, it confronts you with what your life is at right now and it really actually it also forces you to make a choice do i want to change things in my life and if so the time is now to do that to really live the life that you truly should be living life is so short i mean when we
0: when we're 18 18- or let's say we can go even younger than that. We let's say we're thirteen. We never think we're going to be eighteen. And then, as we get older and we start having families and life happens, it goes by so fast. And then I find myself as a a, a fifty plus woman, really, when I'm reflecting about life, I realize I've had a good life, but it's had its, it, believe me, it's had its ups and downs as well. Mm-hmm. But I am so grateful, just like you said earlier,
1: because that makes us who we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, it's also a fact that life is short is that if you really live in the now and in this moment and to really stop rushing yourself, I think that will be actually the the best advice that I would give myself when I was younger is take your time. You know, I was always rushy and I was always running around and I think, take your time and it's, and not be fearful. Don't be fearful about growing old because it's only getting better. And seriously, I would not want to trade with being 20, 30 or even 40. And um, it, it really is about seeing that and trusting, you know, trust life, trust that this is, this is it. And, there's no way to fear. There's no way to fear for the end of life. It's once you're in that, you're not living in them now. You're not, you're not enjoying life. That's right. I do want to talk a
0: little bit about what would you say to someone who is ready to make conscious and heartfelt choices in their life? And they they come
1: to you and they say, I'm ready. What do I need to do? Yeah. Well, I think that really is in line with what we just talked about. It is really going back and to reflect on the experience that you had in life and to see about choices that you made so far that you're maybe not happy about to really understand how did I get to make that choice in life and what voice did I listen to and and then also be able to. If you you know maybe come to the conclusion that you made a couple of choices that were not really heartfelt, don't give yourself a hard time and don't beat yourself up about the fact that you did that. But you know, turn it around and be grateful about it, and to see that you know that this this pain or this 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 tears period of of, of uh, or of exhaustion or whatever it was that it really helped you to become the person that you are today and you need those experiences because these experiences really bring you closer to the person that you truly are and so to be able to make these heartfelt conscious choices it's important to look back and to understand to understand what your pattern is in life in how you make your choices and that you understand and that you discover how your process of making good choices is. And actually I have an entire chapter about it in my book. So <laughs> I don't I want to talk about boundaries a little bit, but I want
0: to ask you also because you went from a corporate job to becoming an entrepreneur. Yes. And I I know a lot of women who are actually in that that space right now. Yeah. So I would love to just for you to talk briefly about that.
1: What did it take for you to make that transition? Yeah, I, I, I actually, it was a two step transition for me. So in 2006, which is already 15 years ago, I took the step into becoming independent Uh, first as an interim manager, still within that corporate environment. And later on in 2014, 2015 I took on my full-time coaching business, created my own coaching method, and also mentoring coaches. And that was really the jump that was a huge, big leap into becoming a complete free entrepreneur. And for me, that the reason I wanted to be independent is that I wanted more freedom. And I wanted freedom in the sense of really being the, in the lead of creating my own calendar. And what I've discovered, especially when I took that leap in 2015 to, into my own coaching business, that that was the only possibility for me to really create the life and to live the life in my own rhythm that really suits me. I've always felt different and I've always, you know, been in a position where I was searching for something. And once I've gotten into the position where I'm now, I complete, I don't really have that question anymore. For me, it's, crystal clear what I do. And, um, and I can create, the you know, the rhythm throughout my, my year, my week, my, my, my my day, as I want it. And I love that. And it's, and really taking that leap and and understanding that, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't scare me. You know, I don't, it's, it's something that it's there are different ways in how you can make that transition into entrepreneurship. So what I did is just I just completely jumped into deep and, and it took that deep dive. And but there are different ways in doing that because I have clients sometimes that you know still keep on a job for two or two or maybe three days in a week, and they build up their business in in, in the other two days. So there are different ways in doing that. And also that depends on what your you know what your unique design is and what suits you and and how you feel comfortable in in a certain way of course because you you definitely have to stretch yourself but do not you know lie awake at night if you're if you don't feel comfortable taking that that step you know something that
0: i that i just heard you say that's really resonating with me is you took the leap and that worked out for you But for some, some of your clients, for some people, maybe they do need to go part time and continue working on their business. It's whatever their comfort level is, it's not always an all or nothing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's really there. You know, as we say, there are many ways to go to Rome Um, and, and it's, it's, and it's especially there um, it, because for me, looking at my deep, you, you just mentioned something about that you love, you know, being busy with growing and your own personal development. And for me, after 2014, 15, when I really took that deep dive, that was also the deep dive in getting into deeper layers of myself and really getting in connected with my own soul. And I think that that is also something that is such a huge gift about being an intra- entrepreneur. There is no one you can hide behind and there's nothing you can hide behind. You're out there naked and it's you that needs to, you know, find your way. And I think that is just a wonderful way not to scare you, but to really put yourself out there and to, to, to understand, you know, wh- what is it that I'm going to be doing alive? How am I going to use my gift? And what is that unique gift that I have?
0: i'm I'm having a lesson right now in in becoming an entrepreneur. So thank you. I love that line. You're out there naked because that really puts it puts it in focus of what's going on. Just visualizing. <laughs> so, just to talk about boundaries, just a little bit, so boundaries are. They're limits that we set to protect our time, energy, physical, and emotional well-being. It's like telling other people what we expect from them. Now, I was going to go on this track with the personal side, but let's talk about that in terms of being an entrepreneur, you
1: know, of setting (laughs) boundaries as an entrepreneur, Yeah, and I think there's something I would want to add to that definition if you talk about what boundaries are, because you also, of course, you have that interaction with the outside world that makes you want to draw boundaries, but also really important is our internal process, because a lot of people tend to over-demand ourselves, for example, by continuously setting the bar high asking a disproportionate amount of ourselves. And and also people that are overestimating ourselves, that that are, you know, people that are headstrong, that are stubborn and are really missing the connection with our environment is also a part of, of uh, boundary setting. And also people that do the opposite, they underestimate ourselves. And that is something that we do in our, you know, in our own inner world. And of course, sometimes there are triggers outside of us, but a lot of people just, you know, make it extremely complicated ourselves by, by, you know, losing ourselves in our own boundaries without even being that much in interaction with the outside world. And I think as an entrepreneur is that so many people are overwhelmed if they want to take that step into, you know, becoming a business owner is because they learn what they should be doing or what they shouldn't be doing and what marketing-wise should be done. But, you know, by doing that and really paying attention to everything that it's in the outside world and not focusing on who you truly are and what the foundation and what the, you know, the foundation of authenticity in your business is, then you're never going to, you know, build a happy business because you need to go back to the core of who you are and how you want to, you know, what clients do you want to work with? And why is that? What do you have to offer? And it starts with you. And I think that is, is everything about drawing boundaries and really allowing yourself to get into deeper, deeper understanding of who you are, because many, many, especially women that are building their business, they do something as, you know, as a service-based business. And, and it, and, and there it really is important that the business is built around you and it starts with you. And it doesn't start with all kinds of marketing or sales tricks that you could lose yourself in, but start there and protect yourself. And that's also, you know, to draw boundaries, because you're, you know, so many people tend to constantly look at others and it only makes them, you know, more and more frustrated instead of that it really helps them, that it inspires them. No, they feel frustrated about what they don't do well and, you know, what they don't have yet. And, and that's something I would really want people to, you know, take, take your time and to understand yourself and build up and, you know, draw your boundaries there it that is excellent because you're
0: you're so right a lot of times there's so much going on in the world of social media and we can sometimes be looking at what other people do and we go out there and we're looking to to gain that inspiration but you're absolutely right we can then become overwhelmed with everything that's going on out there and and that boundary of knowing who we are and not overstepping and going into comparison, it, I think, is huge. Absolutely, yeah. So what do you see as the biggest stumbling block in your clients with setting boundaries? Well,
1: I think more in general, what I would like to say about that is that – What is really interesting is that many people, and especially women, they want to feel liked by others. They want to feel respected by others. And what they do is that they think by pleasing others and not disappointing them that they gain more respect. But the truth is actually the opposite, the behavior of drawing boundaries and being clear um, leads to respect, leads to likability, and leads to others really take you into account. And so that is really interesting how that works. Is that what I see? Is that people, you know, what they want to uh, achieve something. Is that people really see them, you know, that they see what they're worth and what they have to offer their clients. But what they do actually is not really stepping up and really speaking. about and not really being relentlessly themselves. But if you do that, and if you really go out there and let your voice be heard and do it in a respectful way, you know, that's how you gain respect for others. And that's how your clients will find you and how they will think, you know, she has a story to tell. I want to learn from her. There is a quote by Brene Brown that, and I'm going to
0: paraphrase it here, but it's, clear is kind, unclear is unkind. Yeah. And so when you were talking about, you know, when we set those boundaries, what other people are going to think, that made me think of that quote because when we are clear, everybody knows Absolutely. where we stand.
1: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's really, I, I've never heard that particular quote actually uh, by her, but, uh, but it really is in line with what I just said. I love that. Yes. Absolutely. So, what are your next steps in your business, and what's coming up? Yes. Well, um, well, I'm I'm extremely excited about you know bringing this book into the world, and um, I've published it in both Dutch and in English, and it's it's out there now. Just, just recently, actually, since April, so I'm really excited about um, about that. So I'm doing a lot of speaking, and I'd love to do that online, but also hope to do that again um, live <laughs> and to be able to to travel a bit and to be able to inspire. And that's that's what I love, and that's what I'm here for. And also, I'm 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 further building up my team of coaches. So I have a small team of coaches that I uh, I mentor, and um and I love doing that. And I still coach people. I do that worldwide, um and that's 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 really a joy of life to be able to see how you can help people with their transformation in life, and how they can really um have a huge. You know, impact in um, in their businesses and also their private lives, and that really is for me. Um wonderful because that's the fulfillment that I needed in life that I have right now. And, um, and I don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing within the next 10 years, but I'll definitely be writing another book within a couple of years. But for now, I'm just going to help this baby, this baby, this book as my baby grow and, um, to help, uh, help this book grow up. And it's, uh, it's a true pleasure to be able to do that. So where can people find your book? Yeah, depending on where you're from, uh, the English version is available everywhere on Amazon. So if you're in the US or whatever, it's it's available there in the UK, Barnes and Noble. And uh, so it's available there. Be Relentlessly Yourself, Evelyn Van Es, and that's how you can find it.
0: Yeah, I will definitely put that in the show notes so people can go out there and and buy it because it's what we all need to to be reading right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So I wanted to ask you one other thing. What would you tell your 18-year-old self about the season of life you're in right now? Um, Well, I
1: think what I mentioned before is the fact that life is getting Better, you know, as, as some fruits get better when they when they, <laughs> you know, when you let them sit for a while. Life really gets better when you grow old. So there is no way to fear, and especially the fact that you know, don't rush life. Take your time, and I think that so many of, of us are so caught up in 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 running around all the time. But if you can help yourself best, it's by slowing down and really. Be able to be that observer and understand yourself, because by doing that, you will find um, you will find out that life is way more magic than you can probably imagine right now. And I
0: definitely needed to hear that at eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you please tell our listeners how to find you? Your social media, your
1: website. Yes, my my website is actually my full name. Um, and uh, so it's S.com. it's in two languages so slash en is the english version and i'm also in my full name to be found on um on instagram on facebook on linkedin i'm also on clubhouse and um i have a free ebook on my website 11 key insights for business owners for entrepreneurs so many ways in how you can find me.
0: I appreciate so much you being on the podcast today. Thank you. And thank you for having me, Cindy. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Leaving a rating and review helps to improve rankings in iTunes. It shows engagement, which may attract sponsors, and it is essential for the podcast to be discovered by new listeners. Plus, it would mean the world to me. Thanks again. Until next time, live inspired.